0: Hello everybody, this is Nikita and welcome to Know the Truth Podcast. Know the truth and the truth will set you free. This podcast focuses on who we are and what belongs to us in Christ Jesus. I'm so glad that you're here. But before we dive in, make sure you subscribe so you could be notified when I upload, which should be on every Tuesdays. Yeah, every Tuesday. And also follow Know the Truth Podcast on Instagram to stay up to date. With all that said, let's get into the Word of God. Psalm chapter 119, verse 26, the psalmist says, I gave an account of my ways. I told God about my life, my situation, my thoughts, and you, O God, answered me. He says, I told you about my situation and my thoughts about it, and you, O God, answered me. Now, for all those who don't know a lot about me, I am a science undergraduate and I am in my final year now. So, the major question that I have right now is what to do next. Because there are a lot of options and if I want to study further, then the question is which subject do you want to pursue? And what is the scope? Is it good? Am I interested in it? And then it's like which college to apply? So, during this decision-making scenario, the best advice that people give me is to talk to someone who works in my field of interest, who knows everything about it and to ask for his or her guidance. So, I talk to them and I ask them for their opinion and this is so important and useful for me. And now, if there is another person who knows all about you, your abilities, your weaknesses, and if he knows what you truly desire and if he knows what is the best for you, wouldn't we go and talk to him first? When we go to the doctor to know what is the best thing that we can do for our health, is it not wise to go to God and ask God the best thing that we can do for our life? The best decision that we can make in our situation? Because God is our creator. Though a computer has the capacity to work on its own, It needs instructions, it needs the help of its creator and though the computer is all upgraded and designed to work on its own, it still remains as a creation and it can never replace its creator. The Bible says that God has created us in His own image. We are not like robots because God has given us the ability to think, to decide and to do things. Because He loves us. He does not dominate us. He does not force us to do things that He wants us to do. He inspires us through His relationship with us. And so, though God has given us the ability to think and to decide... We are still his creation and we can never replace our creator. His thoughts and plans for our life can never be compared to ours because they are way more higher than ours. So any decision that we take, any step we move, we need to ask God because He knows what is the best for us. In Psalm 119 verse 24, the psalmist says, Your word, O God, is my delight. They are my counselors. In fact, in verse 23, he says, Though rulers sit together and plot against me, Not just one person, but a bunch of kings. Though they sit together and plot evil against me, he says, I will meditate on your word. He says, I will focus on your word because your word counsels me. They are my counselors and your word helps me make the right decision. And now, this does not mean that we don't have to go and ask people for opinion. For advice, in Proverbs, the Bible says, Listen to a father's instruction. Do not ignore your mother's teaching. And the Bible says, The way of fools seem right to them. They appear to be right to them. But the wise, they listen to advice. And the Bible also says that, For lack of guidance, a nation falls. But victory is won through many advisors. So we need to seek advice from people. But if their advice is contrary to the word of God, then what should I do? Like, how should I know that this is God's plan and advice? And how should I differentiate God's advice and man's advice? Let's go back and read what the psalmist says. Verse 27, he says, God Cause me to understand your ways. Help me to understand your plans and I will meditate on them. I will focus on them. And he says, keep me from deceitful ways. Keep me from deceitful plans. Protect me from the advices that are not good. Help me to make the right decision and prevent me from making the wrong decision. To understand all this, let's take the example of David. In 1 Samuel chapter 23 verse 1, it says, David was told, look, the Philistines are fighting against Kila and are looting the threshing floors. Verse 2, he inquired of the Lord, saying, shall I go and attack the Philistines and save Kila?" Before making a decision, David asks God what to do. He asks God, should I fight against the Philistines or not? Now, we need to know that David was famous for attacking the Philistines and winning over them. And the Philistines are like a regular enemy. It was common for him to fight against the Philistines and to win over them. He had done this before. He had fought against the Philistines many times because they were their enemy. But still, he asks God, We have a mindset where we think that we need not ask God about all the common things. We feel like we need to go and ask God and pray to Him only for those things that are new and difficult. But that's not right. God expects us to speak to Him. He expects us to talk to Him about everything we do. People feel like, should we even pray about this? They feel like, I can do this. I have done it before. It is so common. So I don't think it's necessary to talk to God about it, to ask God about it. But the truth is that even if it is the most silliest thing to ask, you can still ask God. Even if it is something that people do because it is so common, you can still ask God about it because He is not just our God. He is our father. You can ask him anything and he will answer you. He desires to have such a relationship with you. Talk to your father. Even if you think that you can handle it, just talk about it with God. Because he will answer you. He will speak back to you. Really? Does God answer all my simple questions? Yes, I can say that boldly because he died for us on the cross and rose again. Why? To have this beautiful relationship with us where we can approach God with confidence. God says, call to me and I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know. Talk to God. Ask him your doubts. Ask him to confirm his promises. Talk to him even about the smallest problems and ask him what to do. Ask him what path to take because he will answer you. He will show you great and mighty things that you don't know. And going back to the story, when David asks God, should I go and attack these Philistines? Verse 2, The Lord answered him, go attack the Philistines and save Kailah. I've heard people ask, Does God really talk? Does God directly speak to us? Like, does God say, go do this and don't go there? Like, does He directly speak to us? Does He answer all my simple questions? Yes, He does. Just because we don't hear God speak to us, it does not mean that God does not speak. I'm going to say that again. Just because we don't hear God speak to us, it does not mean that God does not speak. The problem is that we try to do stuff by ourselves and we don't seek God's answers. But God is living. His word is living and active. Does God who formed the mouth not speak? He speaks and answers everyone who call on him. But the problem is that we don't depend on God. We think that it's not necessary to ask God about everything. But he does speak to all who call on him. And so when David asks God, God answered him. This is not the first time. If you read the story of David, many times you can see that he asks God before he makes a decision. In 1 Samuel chapter 30, we read that David and his men were bitter in spirit because their wives and their cattle and their children, everything they had was taken away by the Amalekites. And David was so distressed because he suffered huge loss But in verse 6, it says, David found strength in the Lord, his God. Verse 7, in his bitter situation, David inquired of the Lord, Shall I pursue the Amalekites? Will I overtake them? Should I do this? And God answered him, saying, Pursue them, for you will surely overtake them and succeed in the rescue. And we read that David recovered everything and nothing was missing. And again, in 1 Chronicles chapter 14, David was in a situation that was filled with pressure and stress because the Philistines had come closer and had raided the valley. But even though there was pressure and there was no time left, David still inquired of God, Shall I go and attack the Philistines? God, will you hand them over to me? And God answered him, saying, Go, I will hand them over to you. In verse 13, once more the Philistines raided the valley, and again David inquired of God, but this time God answered, Do not go straight up, but circle round them and attack them in front of the balsam trees. In 2 Samuel chapter 2, David asks God, Where should I live? Where should I settle? Shall I go up to one of the towns of Judah and settle there? God answered, Yes, go up. And again David asked, God, which place in Judah should I stay? And God answered, Go to Hebron. And we read that David and his family settled there and later on the men of Judah anointed David as their king. So in every situation and in every decision that David made, he inquired God and God answered him. Few of us think like, well, that was in the past and he spoke to David, the man who was after God's heart and I am not like David, I am not David. Well, we need to know that though David was a man after God's heart, though he was loved by God, he called God as his shepherd, his fortress, his salvation, but for us? We get to call God our father. We are made sons and daughters of God. But David did not get this great privilege of calling God his father. And those times, not everybody got the spirit of God. But for us, Through Jesus Christ, we have the Holy Spirit poured out into us, who is our counselor, who is ever present inside us, who does not leave us, but who reveals God's will and plans to us. So if God answered David and spoke to him, how much more will he speak to us and answer us, his own children bought by the precious blood of Christ Jesus. Amen in 1 Samuel chapter 18 verse 14 the bible says that in everything david did he had great success because the lord was with him well now god is not just with us but he's inside us but we do fail sometimes but david was successful in everything literally everything how because before he did anything, he inquired God. He asked God if his decision was good. He asked God if he would have success in doing that. And if God said, yes, do it, then he would do it. But if God said, no, don't go there, don't do this, he just obeyed God. The things that God said that they would bring him success, he only did those things. And because of that, he was successful in everything he he did. We all want to be successful in everything we do. But if we really want to be successful in everything, we need to ask God before we do something. We need to ask God, God, is this right? Is this a good decision? Should I do this? Should I go there? Well, God will answer you. He will speak to you. God who spoke to David, He will speak to you because you are his children. You are his child. Amen. And sometimes, sometimes because of pressure and stress, we tend to do things without asking God. But even in those situations, God who loves us, who remains gracious towards us, he speaks to us through someone else so that we don't make the wrong decision. In 1 Samuel chapter 25, verse 32, David said to Abigail, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, who has sent you today to meet me. Verse 34, Otherwise, if you had not come quickly to meet me, not one male belonging to Nabal would have been left alive by daybreak. He says, God has kept me from harming you. God has sent you so that he can speak to me through you. So God can use anybody to speak to you. In fact, at one point of time, God even used a donkey to speak to a man. He did that because the man's heart was so hardened that he couldn't hear God's word. So God can use anyone or even anything or God can even use our situation to speak to us. But God desires to speak to us directly and to hear God speak We need to be sensitive. We need to remain in Him. We need to be connected to God always. In Isaiah chapter 30 verse 21, God says, Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way, walk in it. When you are confused whether to go to the right or to the left, to do this or not. When you are to make a decision, when you think, should I say yes or no? God says, I will speak to you and you will hear my voice behind you saying, this is the way. Walk in it. This is the right decision. Walk in it. In Isaiah chapter 48, God says, I am the Lord your God who teaches you what is the best for you, who directs you in the way you should go. And in the next verse, God says, If only you had paid attention to my word. If only you had paid attention to my word. And again, remember the psalmist said, your word is my counselor. They counsel me to make the right decision. And he says, though rulers sit together and plot against me, I will meditate on your word. I will focus on your word. Why does the psalmist read the word of God in such a critical situation? And how does God speak to me and how does God reveal and teach what is best for me? Well, stay tuned because I will be talking about it in the next episode. But for now, start to meditate on God's word and talk to God about your decisions. Ask God for His guidance. Ask Him which is the best decision to make because He will speak and you will hear Him saying, this is the way, this is the right decision. Walk in it. Amen. So this is the truth for today's episode. I pray that the Holy Spirit will guide you into all this truth. Make sure you subscribe and follow for new episodes every Tuesday. Give this episode a good rating and share it with your friends so that they too get to know the truth. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.